If you're addicted to love, get ready to binge your heart out on Discovery Plus. Stream exclusive originals or classics like The Bachelor. Plus, you can explore the entire 90-day universe, from the original series to new favorites like The Single Life. With Discovery Plus, you can get all the yeses, all the dresses, and all the hot messes for just $4.99. Discovery Plus is the streaming home of relationships, plus so much more. Start your free trial today. Welcome to a special How We Win mini-pod. All over the country, ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We'll hear what's happening right now in the field. The best antidote to anxiety is action. Today's special Saturday mini-pod is a conversation with the youth coordinator and digital organizer for the Grassroots Democrat HQ, Eve Levinson. Eve has been organizing her peers from a very early age and is now tirelessly focused on getting younger voters to the polls. We talk about how young organizers like her are helping make that happen. I'm Steve Pearson, and this is How We Win, the mini-pod. Eve, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So, um, you have great pedigree as an organizer. I, of course, have worked with your mom, Tamara, a, a lot. When did you first start organizing? Yeah, so I have been involved in um, community organizing since I was 12 years old, first really ah. involved in my community, especially the Jewish community, um, and doing organizing there. Um, and I really got into more so political organizing um, in twenty. 18, when the midterms were happening in California and right after the Parkland shooting, when we really saw young people rising to the forefront of so much activism. Right. You were very, very involved in the midterms. And we saw a great amount of engagement from younger volunteers in 2018. Um, yeah. I'm curious what parallels you see to, to what, cause it was pretty historic what we saw in, in the midterms, um, in, yeah, in terms the highest of not, in over a hundred years. Well, there we go. Yes. A hundred years history. So are you seeing that same energy now? How are young voters engaging right now and young, uh, volunteers? Yeah. So I think it's a bit of a dichotomy because I think that we know that young people, my generation specifically, Generation Z knows that every issue that we care about is on the line and that this election really is a referendum on so many things. California is literally burning right now. A hundred people right. are being killed every day by gun violence. Um, our economy and healthcare system are crumbling because of COVID. Um, that being said, we're also facing an enthusiasm gap for young people because so many young people backed other people in the primary and are really focused on the presidential. So I think you're seeing a dichotomy both of people who are really excited and really politically engaged, but there's a bit of a gap there. And I think that's what a lot of those of us who are youth organizers are struggling with is how do we continue to engage our peers and get them out and excited to vote when people might feel dismayed because the person that they supported in the primary isn't at the top of the ticket? That's a really great question and an important one to answer. I know that we reach a lot of young, both organizers, volunteers, and voters on college campuses. And um, college campuses are not a thing right now or greatly diminished because of the coronavirus. You 
I think we're on your way to grad school. Is that right this year? Did I, your mom told Um, me about something awesome that you, you were going to go to. um, I got into a dual degree grad program at GW, um, but I'm actually taking the semester off, which I know a lot of organizers have done um, both because we know how important the selection is, but also because um, this year really is not what people would have expected um, in terms of the quality of education and just the, um, how much people are able to learn. And I think that what you're saying is so true that um, youth vote programs have um, historically been completely centered around college campuses, and that's not what it can be anymore. There's no um, there's no ability to table in the quad or to go do dorm starts and drop literature off at people's dorms. Um, and so I think right. that what we're seeing is people shifting online. Um, but I think the way in which you have to shift online is obviously different for young people than other people. So one example of this is that uh, Blue Future, the Grassroots Democrats HQ youth program and a bunch of other groups hosted a virtual Generation Democracy Conference. And we were able to get um, over 100 young people who tuned in throughout the course of the day to get trained up on how do you get out the vote in the virtual age and really how do you utilize social media, relational organizing, and then also how do you bring volunteers into the same tactics that we've always used of phone banking, text banking, and relational organizing to get out the vote. But the harder thing is how do you reach those voters to begin with? And I think that that's why what we really need to rely on when we're talking about young volunteers and young voters is a combination of digital ads targeting young people, but also how do we use the power of relational organizing? Can you talk a little bit more about relational organizing and, and how that's how that's working and what's really effective about that? Yeah, definitely. So relational organizing is the concept that you have peers reaching out to peers. And I think what's so important here is that all the time I know that there are plenty of well-meaning adults who really want to get young people engaged. But the reality is that- Like me. Yeah. Like me. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult that's well-meaning. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Um, but definitely, and I think though, but I think that's a really good point. Like, even depending on what sort of what stage somebody is as an adult, there's such generational differences. We see that even though we talk about the youth vote as 18 to 35, the difference between Generation Z voters 18 to 23 or 25, depending on how you categorize, and then early 30s is so different. And what's really the most effective is to have young people talking to their peers, um, because the things that are most important to voters are going to be unique then. The way in which people consume their information, the way in which people are able to vote is really going to differ a lot along generational lines. And so what's really powerful about relational organizing is that it's I think it's a really important supplement that needs to go along with traditional voter contact um, and can go hand in hand with that. And so it's really the idea about how does one person use their personal network to get out the vote. And I think that we've seen this being adopted by a lot of campaigns, including um, the Biden-Harris's campaign Vote Joe app is all about relational organizing. It's about how can you utilize your personal contacts to get out the vote? I think that what's unique about how young people do this is specifically how do you utilize social media to do it? And so I think a lot about how there are young people who are micro-influencers in their own community, where if Mm. you have a couple hundred or a couple thousand or maybe even just a hundred followers, but you're the person that your small community looks to whatever size community looks to for political information, if you're sharing information out there about what canvas better on the issue, if you're sharing information about how to vote, how to get out the vote, that's how you're going to reach those people. And when we invest and give young people the tools to do that, whether that be giving them tips on how to utilize social media or having them use apps like the Vote Joe app or um, providing um, lists of young people when we're doing text banking and phone banks that young people can contact them, we see a higher rate of response. And I think that that really has always been the key, but especially when it's all virtually is even more so providing those resources is the key to increasing the youth vote this election. Right. 
That just makes so much sense. And I'm looking forward to, I had a conversation with Robert Reynolds, uh, who is the executive director of Vote Tripling. Yeah. And and that conversation will be released uh, soon on this show. And it's just fascinating, his take on reaching out to networks that don't typically get reached out to, that we tend to go to the people that we always go to, that we talk to a lot and um, and have heard our rap a million times and probably don't want to necessarily want to hear it again, that it's really powerful to use the tools at our disposal with relational organizing to reach out to a wider network of people uh, yeah. that we have influence over. Exactly. So that's really great. I'm glad you're doing the relational organizing piece. Uh, tell me a little bit about Grassroots Democrats HQ and the work you're doing there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the Grassroots Democrats HQ really focuses on how do we harness grassroots energy and connect groups and individuals to volunteer opportunities and campaigns, whether it be specifically phone banking, whether it be in your community or outsourcing um, strong blue energy from places like Los Angeles and elsewhere to other um, states and races. Um, and specifically, the youth program that I've been working on is all about how do we do that for young people? How do we create a virtual space where young people can engage in whatever way they want, um, and go on there. And I think what we've seen that's so cool is that we have young people from across the country who are empowered to be opening up their own Zooms, to be doing this engagement. And what I'm really working on is, one, how do we make sure young people know about these opportunities? Because so many young people um, don't know how to engage when there um, isn't opportunities on their campus or there's not um, a campaign office they can walk into. And so making those opportunities clear, but also how do we increase the opportunities so that we're not only having young people do general voter contact, which for so many campaigns is targeting um, old people, but also how do we get them the opportunities to do that peer-to-peer -peer contact? And so we've been doing that both by working with campaigns who provide us those lists and also working um, through um, independent groups that are able to do that peer-to-peer -peer voter registration as well. Um, and so that's really what we try to create at the HQ. For anybody that's listening to this, if you go to grassrootsstems.org, you can find all of our youth opportunities there. Um, and yeah, and I think what we've seen is that it's really powerful and especially, again, so many young people don't have this way to engage. And it's so hard for so many people to shift their efforts online, but we're able to create that sort of community on a Zoom room and empower young people to be training other young people to be reaching out to young voters. Right. That's great. And we'll have a link to Grassroots Dim HQ. We'll have the link on our swingleft.org slash podcast page as well. And um, and the last question, you kind of, you brought this up earlier, but um, you're also involved with Jews for Joe, yeah. progressives for Biden, and young Americans for Biden. You mentioned before that there's a lot of young voters who maybe are feeling apathy because the, their chosen candidate didn't make it through the primary. Yeah. Uh, I'm an older voter <laughs> whose chosen candidate didn't make it through <laughs> the primary. Um, what messages are resonating to get them involved, and yeah. um, despite the fact that maybe at the top of the ticket, it's not their favorite candidate. Yeah, I think there are a few things. So one is, I think, not a hyper focus on the candidate at the top of the ticket. If we want to take mm -hmm. back our country, we have to keep the House, we have to flip the Senate, we have to win local and state races all over. So if somebody right. isn't excited about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you don't need to constantly talk about them to get out the Democratic vote. Um, so the second thing is that young voters specifically are issue first voters. They don't necessarily want to hear about a candidate over and over again. We want to hear about the issues that matter. And those issues are climate, gun violence, debt, health care. Um, so talk about those issues. And I would say the other thing is also, and I think it's the same thing that reaches a lot of progressives, because as we know, young people are disproportionately progressive, is that 
this election isn't the end all and the be all. It's one step towards equity and justice. And to get toward mm. there, we have to elect Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And that's not going to get us 100% to the world we want to see, but it's in the right direction. And also, the more that we can help a candidate get elected, the more we're able to persuade them to change. And so if we can get a record number of progressives and young people to be voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that's going to give us a much greater leg to stand on when we go and we push them on policy and we advocate come 2021. That's a great point. You know, the people that show up and the unfortunately, uh, the reality is the demographics that show up the most are the ones that get the most attention from the politicians. So right. And right now, that's retired people. That's why the American Association of Retired People is one of the most powerful advocacy and lobbying groups in the country right now. Right. So wield your your power by showing up and, and being the biggest voting block in the country and uh, and you will be listened to. Yeah, because politicians want their jobs. They like jobs. Yes. <laughs> um, They're just humans. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I want to keep my job too. Um, Eve, thank you so much for, for sharing and for especially for all the amazing work that you're continuing to do. And uh, please give my best to your amazing activist family too. And, uh, and thank you for joining me. I will. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. We have a weekend of action happening right now, this weekend, called 20 for 2020. We are asking all of you to make 20 calls this weekend, and hopefully you won't stop there. Look, we've got a Senate to flip people and local legislatures to flip, not to mention a wannabe fascist to kick out of the White House. Go to swingleft.org slash phone bank and jump right in. We'll have a link on our show page at swingleft.org slash podcast. And we'll also have a link to our friends at Grassroots Dem HQ, who, as you just heard, are doing spectacular work. Also, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple or wherever you get your pods. Share us on social media and use the hashtag HowWeWin2020. Lastly, don't miss our full show every Wednesday. We'll see you then. W.